This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I just informed my colleagues in the Conservative Caucus that I will be resigning as the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. And I've asked the Conservative Party National Council, I, I will be asking the Conservative Party National Council to immediately begin the process of organizing a leadership election. All right, Andrew Scheer, the federal Conservative Party leader, announcing today he's stepping down. It's a sheer shocker, he told the House of Commons. This is the best decision uh, for the party. Interesting and fascinating context on this story, which uh, comes from Mercedes Stevenson, the very fine global news reporter who reports about some of the background in this story, that there was trouble inside the Conservative ranks with revelations that the Conservative Party was paying for Scheer's kids' private school education. Mercedes Stevenson is the Ottawa Bureau Chief for Global News, host of the West Block. She broke the story wide open. She's been speaking to Global News Radio about where she got the scoop. I have multiple sources who are telling me that there was outrage inside the party uh, and inside the Conservative Fund in particular, which is all of the money, when they found out that the Conservative leader was being reimbursed for the cost of his children's private school. Okay, she's also speaking about why so many people are upset about the allegations. I have multiple sources who are telling me they're not happy with the fact that the fund didn't know, in part because there is the concern about if you're saying, I'm the average everyday person and I understand it, but you're getting help paying for your children's private school, you have a real problem there in terms of credibility. And I know that there's a lot of people inside the Conservative Caucus who I've been hearing from who are very angry right now. Okay, she's a terrific reporter. and an awesome job on this. Andrew Shear, meanwhile, says he's going to stay on as the leader of the party until a permanent replacement is selected. But how do party insiders feel about that? And how does he stay on as interim leader now is the other question. And he'd said that he plans to, but I know that I'm hearing from members of caucus already that there are people who are saying that they do not think he should be able to stay on as interim leader, that they're too angry, that they think this makes them a huge target, and they're, they're not happy about the fact that they didn't know about this. That's Mercedes Stevenson. What a great reporter she is for Global News. Let's check in with Charles Adler now. He's the host of Charles Adler Tonight right here on CKNW and the Chorus Radio Network about this story. He's been covering it a lot at night. Hi, Charles. How you doing, Mike? What are your thoughts on uh, the announcement from Shear today? Well, let me just uh, briefly update the story. Uh, Mercedes Stevenson has updated the story saying the president of the party gave permission and signed off on this. So, uh, you know, this isn't a, a bank robbery. Uh, I'm not a, a fan of Shear. But I'm certainly not a fan of anyone uh, listening, thinking that uh, Andrew Shear, you know, like a, like a burglar, you know, broke in in the middle of the night and, and got his hands on some money. Uh, he didn't do this alone. And uh, when they negotiated uh, Andrew Shear's deal, and the deals are always negotiated when you become a, a leader. Uh, sometimes you get topped up, but sometimes you don't. That's not unusual at all. Right. In this case, it looks like the topping up is either the full tuition uh, for Andrew Shear's kids in uh, private school in Ottawa, or the difference between what he was paying to have them schooled in Regina and uh, the more expensive bill in Ottawa. I wonder if there was a strategic link, a leak on this story, Charles, maybe from people who wanted to kind of hustle Sheer out the door, because he'd been kind of hinting he was going to try and hang in there and fight, but uh, maybe a lot of people wanted him gone. Your thoughts? I think... Uh based on my own sources, uh, which started uh, the, the night of the election before the, the body was even cold, uh, who wanted uh, to make sure that uh, that someone else would be leading the, the troops into the next go. 
I, I think that uh, the thinking was that Andrew Shear, after Christmas, would uh, would resign, you yeah. know, take a walk in the snow, um, and to make sure that the convention uh, coming up in April in, in Toronto is not not a funeral, not a civil war, but but you know, a celebration, new leadership, uh, renewal, etc., etc., etc. Not to mention an opportunity to to raise a lot of money because that's when you raise the most amount of money when you're the Conservative fund or the Liberal fund or any other fund. It's when you've got a leadership contest and people are buying memberships. So uh, that was uh, kind of the scenario, and it just seemed in the last couple of weeks uh, Andrew Shear was going to be a skunk at that picnic, that Andrew Shear was actually getting serious about uh, maintaining his leadership all the way into April and yeah. challenging uh, the Conservative Party to take him out. Uh, so that's not the, the quiet, um, uh, genial Andrew Shear that uh, people thought they had when he got the job as, as a placeholder in between Harper and uh, whoever the next leader was going to be. I mean, the, the big story there is that none of the A-team, and that would have included the, the Jason Kennys and the Peter McKays, uh, Ron Ambrose, none of them wanted the job that Andrew Shear got. None, none of them wanted to replace Harper because none of them believed that they could defeat Justin Trudeau in the next go. Well, we've just had that go, and now we're going to get another go, and in that go, most conservatives are happy about the fact that somebody else will be, as I say, leading the troops. Yeah, I guess there's two ways to look at it. I agree with you, Charles. I think most conservatives are probably thinking, okay, this is good. Let's get someone new in there to try and take Trudeau down, because we had him right where we wanted, rotted him last time, and we still couldn't beat him. But there, he does... Sheer still does have some of his supporters. Mike, uh, for example, people who might say that, look, he increased the popular vote for the Conservative Party. He, he increased the seat count for the Conservatives. That doesn't mean you get an automatic do-over, though, and another, another kick at it. Well, you know, the, 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 lead, the, the, the popular vote business is, I think, uh, the, the biggest farce in the world. I mean, getting, you know, 75% in some writings, you know, running up the score, uh, you know, in, in British Columbia, what would we think if a if a provincial party is able to absolutely run up the score uh, in the Okanagan and you know the Fraser Valley, uh, but can't uh, do squat in, in Vancouver or Victoria? I mean, so what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's got, he's he's increased the, the popular vote. You have to be competitive in Ontario and Quebec, right? And that's the ball game. If you, if you can't if you can't be competitive there, it's over. Remember, Mike, his number one support for the conservative leadership in the last uh, contest was Quebec. Some of that was the supply management, some of that was other stuff. But the point is, Quebec was his strongest supporter. He had to make headway in Quebec. He did not make headway in Quebec. And Quebecers were the first to say privately and, give them credit, and publicly, that they were not going to support the idea of Andrew Scheer staying on. When the Quebec conservatives made that decision, it was ballgame over. Charles, thanks for coming on. You bet. That's Charles Adler. He's the host of Charles Adler Tonight. You can bet he'll be covering that story tonight for sure.